This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending February 24th of 2024, the 2023 numbers for all cash home buyers, where NAR stands on that huge class action lawsuit, and what's happening with single-family rent growth. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, and minutes from the Federal Reserve's late January meeting show that Fed officials are more concerned about cutting rates too soon than they are about waiting too long. Released this past week, the minutes show that most committee members were concerned about the risks of going too fast, while only a few were concerned about the opposite. Chief U.S. economist for Oxford Economics, Ryan Sweet, told MarketWatch that he's worried this approach could turn a soft landing into a bumpy one. He added, if the central bank waits for clear signs that the labor market or the broader economy is deteriorating, they will be behind the curve. Fed Vice Chair Philip Jefferson was among those speaking out this past week on the rate cut timeline. He believes that the central bank can begin cutting rates later this year. That's disappointing news for anyone hoping for a rate cut in the first half of the year. In December, the Fed penciled in three rate cuts for 2024. We'll get an update on the Fed's forecast in March. In the meantime, the Fed's favorite PCE inflation report comes out later this week. The most recent CPI and PPI reports were slightly hotter than expected. The PCE index, which stands for Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, is expected to follow suit. Weekly jobless claims fell again. They were down 12,000 from the previous week to a total of 213,000. It's another sign of a strong job market, despite these high interest rates. Economists say that low unemployment will give consumers money to spend, which then strengthens the economy and helps avoid a recession. But it could also push inflation higher while we wait for the Fed to cut rates. Existing home sales experienced a bit of a monthly surge in January, thanks to lower interest rates for a moment. The National Association of Realtors says they were up 3.1% to an annual rate of 4 million home sales. That's the highest level of sales activity since last August. If you compare them to January of 2023, about a year ago, existing home sales were down 1.7%. Sales have been stifled by low inventory, high prices, and wage growth that isn't keeping up with the cost of buying a home. Although mortgage rates increased this past week, they're still lower than a recent surge. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 13 basis points to 6.9%, and the 15-year was up 17 points to 6.29%. And in other news making headlines, a high number of buyers continued to pay for new homes with cash this past year. The National Association of Home Builders reports that 8.4% of new home sales were all cash transactions. That's a 1.3% decline from a record high in 2022. But it's still the second highest level since 1991. High interest rates have led to a decline in home loans. Last year, VA loans were down 4.8%, which is a 16-year low. Before rate hikes began, the 30-year average was just 5.3%. Since then, it's more like 9%. That's resulted in more than double the average monthly mortgage payment. While these figures are for new home sales, those for existing home sales are much higher. The National Association of Realtors says that all cash transactions for existing homes accounted for 29% of sales in December. 
And moving on to the commission lawsuit against NAR, a U.S. district judge has refused to dismiss a brokerage commission case against the National Association of Realtors. The class action lawsuit involves home buyers from 35 states who claim that sellers are inflating home prices to cover mandatory fees to buyers' agents. Commissions typically consist of 5 to 6% of the sales price, with half of that going to the buyer's agent and the other half to the seller's agent. Judge Andrea Wood said in her ruling that NAR, Keller Williams, Remax, and other brokerages violated U.S. antitrust laws by raising costs to cover the commissions. In a similar lawsuit, a Missouri jury awarded victims almost $1.8 billion last October. NAR and the other defendants are challenging that verdict. A new report on single-family rent growth shows that rents are rising at a slow but steady pace. CoreLogic says that single-family rents were 2.8% higher in December than they were the year before. That's despite costs that have risen at a faster pace, about 30% since 2020. It's also in line with average annual rent growth of 2-4%. to CoreLogic's principal economist, Molly Bessel, says that strong rent growth in the summer propelled the annual gain, while monthly increases in the fourth quarter showed rents falling slightly more than is typical for the season. But she sees the same 2-4% rate of single-family rent growth continuing for the year. The current level of rent growth is about the same as it was before the pandemic. Well, that's it for today. You'll find links to these stories at newsforinvestors.com. And while you're there, you can check out some of our webinars under the Learn tab including my 2024 housing forecast. You can also sign up for a free Real Wealth membership and you'll have access to our entire site, including data on individual markets and why investors are choosing them for their portfolios. You can also speak with our investment counselors for free and they can refer you to a team in one of those markets who can help you build your rental portfolio. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.